We talk a lot at Bankers Trust about our responsibility as the largest community bank in Iowa to truly support and give back to our communities. Of course, this is supported with the $1 million we give to nonprofits each year, but it doesn't just mean with funding. Our employees are known for their generosity and for making our communities a better place through volunteering, through board service, uh, through our giving garden, and even by sharing their fun ideas for how we can better support the community. While most of our podcasts are interviews with executive directors of local nonprofits, today we are joined by Liz Lidget for what we call a quick community insights discussion. Welcome, Liz. Hi, thanks for having me. We are so glad to have you here. Uh, for those who don't know Liz, which I'd be shocked if you don't, um, Liz is founder and owner of Liz Legit Gallery and Design. And Bankers Trust has worked with Liz for, gosh, I think about at least a decade. Um, yeah. You helped us procure artwork for our corporate spaces even before I joined the bank. Um, we worked with you to help select artists to brighten up our conference rooms with murals during the pandemic so our team members could return to more beautiful workspaces. And Liz helped us create the Iowa Artists Collection back in 2016. We'll talk a little bit more about that in just a minute, but let's start by you telling us a little bit more about yourself, your background, and how you help uh, individuals enhance their homes with art, but also work with businesses such as Bankers Trust. Sure. So um, I was born and raised in Des Moines, moved away for a while for college, lived in Los Angeles for a few years, getting my master's. And then in 2010, my husband, who's from Des Moines as well, and I saw how Des Moines was changing and how we really wanted to be back in this community. I say this all the time, but in Los Angeles, you had to be a multimillionaire to make a difference. But in Des Moines, you have to have a really good idea and the community just rallies around you. And so I came back, I was the in-house curator for a corporate collection here in Des Moines, a fabulous one, and then saw that there were lots of companies that would maybe needed help with their art collections. So um, in 2012, I started my art advisory business. And it was really thanks to businesses like Bankers Trust that started working with me and it's been amazing what we've been able to accomplish. I feel so proud of the work that we get to do. I love the idea that people spend so much time at work and they deserve to be in beautiful, inspirational spaces during the day as well as when they're at home. And so that's why I think some of the work that we do with our corporate partners is so important because those employees, those associates, it, re it really matters. It really, it helps them um, in their everyday lives. I mean, sometimes we spend more time at work than we do at home. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> um, yeah. so it's important to be around um, beautiful, engaging spaces. And I think art does that. So, um, you know, as my business continued to grow, people started calling and saying, well, would you do uh, a restaurant? Would you do my home? And through all of that, I'm kind of giving the, the, fast and yada yada version. But in 2019, I opened the gallery in the East Village in downtown Des Moines. It's Liz Legit Gallery. And, you know, it's been amazing. We represent 54 artists from around the world, but we also really love to work with local artists. And I think of myself as an artist advocate, trying to create new, interesting ideas for artists to work. That's my main goal. Well, one is that I really want to make sure that clients get connected with great art that they love. But beyond that, I want to make sure that artists can live in this community or anywhere and be a full-time artist and have that be their job. 
I love your local business but national presence story. I heard you speak a few weeks ago at a luncheon, and I just I had no idea the number of artists that you represented from from you represent from across the country. Um, how much of your um, artwork that you that you sell is mailed out to to yeah. customers across yeah. the country? Yeah. Um, so uh, that's really impressive of how quickly you've grown that. Thanks. I mean, here's the thing. As Emily just said, we we ship 80% of the artwork that we sell. We are majority majority of our artists are shipping artwork to Des Moines. I mean, it's amazing to me that I get packages from like Spain and Paris and and New York and Los Angeles, and they're shipping them all to Des Moines, Iowa to show. Um, it's really amazing to me when I look at my artists and their galleries are like New York, LA, Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> but really, we this is where we want to live. This is the community that we want to be in. And, you know, the Internet democratizes everything. Right. So we can live wherever we want and do the thing that we really want to do. I mean, I feel like I get to do my soul's work. I get to do the thing that I feel like I was meant to do here and um, and get to be a part of this amazing community. So it's and there's no downside. Well, you and I have in, that in common, both being Des Moines advocates and wanting to make our community a better place. Right. Um, tell us more about who your typical client is and maybe some other businesses in Central Iowa that you've helped. Oh, sure. Um, so one of the very first businesses that I um, that hired me, it was like really the reason that I got to start the business was it was it was Pioneer at the time, but now Corteva um, and then Blank Park Zoo. They were my first two clients. I got to work on the African exhibit when the rhinos were coming. And so, you know, it was just things like that. Those companies, you never forget them because they were the ones that like helped to make my dream a reality. And then Bankers Trust was really soon after that too. And it just, it helped me grow. And you guys have been such wonderful advocates for what we do. Um, okay, but typical client, it's really changed. When I was an art advisor, and yeah, when I was an art advisor, it was really like corporate businesses, um, small businesses, restaurants, things like that. And now at the gallery, it's so much individual support. We love seeing when we have repeat customers from all over the world. Um, we we love seeing these names come across our desk on repeat because that means that we're doing our job right. It means that they trust the quality and the customer service. And that's why social media has been so important to us too, because I'm on video every single day just talking about artwork. And I think that the fact that I can connect with people in that way, either locally or abroad. I mean, it's it's a it's a big bit of trust to buy a piece of artwork, but you hope that they trust the quality coming out of the gallery and that they feel like everything's going to be good. Well, I think some of my favorites are what, the work you've done earlier on in in Bubba, more in oh, Malo, yeah. Uh, yeah. recently with the Shirty Hotel. Yeah. Um, your fingerprints are all over Central Iowa. Thanks. Um, you know, focusing a little bit back to our Bankers Trust Iowa Artist Collection, um, this really came from an employee um, and a customer idea. <clears throat> so an idea was shared with us to have a gallery possibly in one of our branches. And our team really thought about that and recreated the idea and decided to instead collect 12 pieces of artwork by artists currently living or working in Iowa. You helped us procure a collection by a diverse group of artists that was made up of just many very different types of artwork. Mm -hmm. um, we've now done this three times um, yes. with the launch of our third Iowa artist collection um, for Bankers Trust in February of 2023. 
Um, mm -hmm. We just had the pieces on display in the Ruan Center lobby all together for a few weeks. And now you've taken them out to each of our 12 Central Iowa branches. Um, just so listeners know, they rotate every two months. So customers get to experience each of them over a two-year period. Tell us a little more about the process of selecting artists that you recommended to us for that collection specifically. I love this project so much. It makes me so happy. And the fact that we've got to do this three times is just a dream come true because, you know, people think that Iowa, you know, they think of us as a flyover state, but there's so much creativity. There are so many incredible artists here. And the fact that we get to showcase that. And then, you know, I always talk about how your art collection, whether you're a person or a business, should be a reflection of your mission and your values, whether it's your personal or your business mission and values. And I know that Bankers Trust puts such an important level of responsibility around diversity and equity and inclusion. And so, and I think that can be in a lot of different ways. So it's just as important who the artist is as what the artwork looks like in my mind when I'm putting all of these ideas together. So I wanna make sure that our artists represent Iowans. And so, you know, the stories behind um, the artwork and who the artist is, like I said, is so important. So, you know, we had a refugee artist, our, our first collection. We, um, we had a veteran artist, you know, making sure that our collection is very equal in like in terms of male and female artists, that sort of that equity that we can, however we can bring that through. So the fact that we've now been able to support over 35 artists, I mean, it's just amazing that we've been able to show a lot of different types of artists that are working in Iowa. And it's just so fun because I think people are surprised at the level of talent and then also just the diversity of the image too. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of, we have abstract, we have representational, we have colorful, we have black and white. It's just so interesting to see how the collection comes together each time. Well, and I love that you mentioned the stories because one of my favorite stories that you brought to us uh, the first time was how one of the artists we picked started by painting helmets for bull riders. Oh, yeah. um, and I think, is that Jimmy Navarro? Jimmy. Yeah, it is. And I remember thinking that's the coolest story. And how do we arm our employees at our branches with these fun stories to tell customers more and spread the story of these great artists um, with fun things like that little known facts that we wouldn't wouldn't have known. This collection is really fun for us, too, because beyond just having the pieces rotate through our branches over that two year period and, and kind of the launch. The first year we did a reception with all of the artists um, and invited customers to meet them and talk to them. We had note cards as giveaways with those pieces on them. That actually, those are my favorite note cards to still send. I love those, right? Yeah. Um, so, so we all know if you get a note card from me, that's one of those. Check the back. Um, you can, you know that, that that I'm using one of my sacred note cards that are left. They're they're kind of they're kind of in scarcity to find right now. And even better is once we have these collections that have rotated through our branches, and we have a new collection procured to go out. Um, we're hanging these pieces more permanently in our office spaces, in our branches. It's fun to reach out to the branches to see what spaces they want to fill with beautiful artwork and also to get special requests. I know our North Branch really, really wanted a specific piece because coincidentally it was by a customer who uses that branch. So yeah. how much fun uh, for that customer to come in and see their own artwork, but also 
the pride our branch employees have in sharing with other customers. Like, did you see this beautiful picture of a sunflower? A customer made this um, and we're lucky enough to have it. It's just really fun. I wanted to say as we take it around every two months, it's really fun because you feel like you're like Santa on Christmas morning bringing the new work into the collection and into the branch and the employees all gather around and want to see what the new piece is and they get excited and we talk about it for a little bit and then I'm on to the next branch. So it's just, it's real. It, that has become something that I look forward to every two months is the rotation of it because the employees are so engaged with how the collection is changing. Yes, I know they look forward to you showing up because they like to find out what piece they're getting next. And they always tell me which ones are their favorites, too, which I love hearing. Um, me too. And everyone has different favorites. And that's the great thing about artwork. You know, what are we've talked about Maker's Trust um, commitment to to supporting Iowa artists. What are some benefits to having art in offices and businesses in our community? So, you know, I think that people look at their space different when there's art there. If it's public art, for example, there's study after study that if there is a mural that goes up in an alleyway, all of a sudden people think it's safer and brighter and it's art is placemaking, right? It's a place now that you want to spend time in. The Papa John Sculpture Park is a number one example of that, right? But then also I think it that translate, that idea translates into offices, conference rooms. I know that we have put up murals um, during the pandemic and post-pandemic throughout your branches and um, throughout the corporate space. And I've had people say, oh my gosh, that's my favorite conference room now. I love that Jenna Brownlee mural. So I think that that's really exciting too, that people, I mean, if they're just stopping me down the street to talk about it, imagine what they're doing actually at the office. You're creating an atmosphere of inspiration and creativity. And isn't that what we all need? Isn't that like the edge that we're all looking mm -hmm. for now in business too? So to be able to give that to your employees is such a gift. I'm glad you brought up Jenna. Uh, shout out to Jenna Brownlee. This, yes, the, her beautiful mural just happens to be in the conference room right next to my office. And so um, you just can't be having a bad day when you get to look at beautiful <laughs> flowers and a reminder of the commitment to the community that we have. Who are some other local artists that um, maybe from our, our Iowa artist collection that listeners should know? Oh, sure. Oh, gosh, there's so there's so, so many. So, yes, Jenna Brownlee actually has a piece in this um, current 3.0 collection. Um, ben Shu has a piece in this collection. Jimmy Navarro um, has been a repeat favorite throughout the collections. Mirza Kudik um, is a photographer that does incredible shots of Iowa and Des Moines. Gosh, uh, Jordan Weber, who is kind of Iowa's star artist, who just was announced that he was going to be showing at the Venice Biennale. He is from Iowa, splits his time in Iowa and Brooklyn. So, I mean, there's there's so many exciting artists. And then what I love is, for example, Jordan Starr has been on the rise for a while, but he was in, I believe, our 2.0 collection. And even mm -hmm. just seeing how his career has grown in the last few years, the fact that we, that I'm saying we, <laughs> Bankers Trust has a piece by Jordan is so exciting and, and very hard to get because he's doing very few pieces that now that you can hang on the wall because he's doing these larger monumentally scaled pieces. So it's just exciting to see that we have been able to support artists as they're emerging and then they continue to grow too and their star just continues to shoot up. Yeah. 
you know, after the first collection, we asked employees in the branches to vote for their favorite piece from that or an artist they wanted to return. And so Jimmy, uh, Jimmy have pieces, I think, in all three collections yeah. now. Um, I'll throw out Sarah Grant had a piece in one of That's our right. early collections. Um, Joe Crimmins, a photographer in our most recent collection. So there's so many. There's I wish we could soul. name them all. Yeah. Yes. It's great. I mean, we've just we've been able to support so many artists. They are always so excited about it. They feel honored every time I tell them. I mean, that's that is a great morning when I get to send out the emails that a piece has, of theirs has been collected by a banker's trust and is a part of the next Iowa artist collection because they know the amount of eyes that will be on it too. And, you know, speaking of gifts, what a gift to the artist that they get to then have their piece purchased and it's supported and that money goes back into our community. But beyond that, we are supporting them by sharing their work with so many people. I mean, it's just, it's the coolest idea. Well, thank you for your contributions to that. You've made it so easy for the bank to collect wonderful artwork. What are some easy ways that our listeners could start collecting original artwork, maybe for themselves or for their business? Absolutely. So at the gallery, if I can give myself a plug here, one of the things that we really love doing is just having the conversation at first about, you know, what the business does or or who you're trying to support if you're trying to put artwork in your home. It's so much more now, I think, than making sure that the artwork just matches the walls or your sofa or whatever else. I mean, it's like, what can you say through the artwork too about who you're supporting or what the image is? And so those are the types of connections that I'm hoping that we can always help make. So beyond that, I mean, look, look, look locally. There's so many incredible artists here in Iowa or wherever you are. And, you know, if you have a local arts festival, if you have local galleries, if you say, for example, with my collection, I want to support only female artists or only Iowan artists, that's really exciting because then you can build a collection around a cohesive idea. They don't all have to quote unquote match, but you can tell a story through your collection. And, you know, they don't all have to be big, huge pieces. You can pick up pieces as you're traveling the state or, um, you know, anything that a piece, if it reminds you of something or of the time that you were walking down Grand Avenue during the arts festival and it was a hundred degrees outside <laughs> uh, and you got to chat with the artist who is from wherever. I mean, those are the things that I love so much is that those additional stories behind the artwork. So if listeners want to connect with you specifically, I know you have a podcast, you post a yeah. lot of videos on Instagram, um, you have a website, um, share, share that, the names of those sites. We have a completely shoppable website at lizlegit.com and then at lizlegit gallery and at lizlegit on Instagram. On both of those, we are sharing all kinds of things about art just so you can look at it on a daily basis. And then I have a podcast called 10 Minute Masterpieces, which are 10 minute bite sized episodes about the most famous artwork in the world. Before we wrap up, let's talk a little bit more about the growth of public art and murals in central Iowa over the last, gosh, what, five to 10 years? Yeah. And specifically how public art improves the community. You mentioned the sculpture park, but there's so many beautiful spaces throughout central Iowa that have been enhanced because of artists. That's so right. I mean, it's the way that an artist is able to literally change the face of a city. And I think that is such an exciting prospect. Um, and then also with our clients. So I started working with murals probably seven, 
eight years ago. I mean, time flies, but I was traveling around going to places like Austin and Nashville and Miami and thinking Des Moines is just as great as any of these places and we can get this done. And so it really became something of a passion project to reach out to businesses. I have a list still to this day of my favorite blank walls in the city <laughs> and um, walls that I want to put art on. Yeah. <laughs> And so, um, you know, going to those businesses, the businesses have been so supportive. And I think it's really interesting because because of city ordinances, not to get too into the weeds, but you can't have advertising in your murals. And so all of these businesses that are putting murals on their walls understand the importance of art and supporting artists. They're not doing it to advertise. One of the very first um, murals that we did was for Exile Brewing, the greetings from Des Moines that, you know, is behind, it feels like every large prom photo in town. Yes. <laughs> it's that place that people go to. And, um, you know, it was one, it was our first one. And so we were thinking about maybe putting some beer in it for Exile. We couldn't do that because of the advertising and Exile said, no, this is important enough to us that we really want to get this done. And it has become this monument in the city that people love and enjoy and when celebrities come to town they take their photos in front of it and just all of all of these things that just really tickle me that the artwork is now in the background of people's memories i think of the i call them the mini murals on court avenue where yeah, uh, the, the bachelor yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. just as another example or yeah, you totally. know probably my favorite is um, the community foundation mural that that yeah. is downtown. Um, I think that's Ben Shu, right? Um, yes, it is. Yeah. I believe they have another one planned for their. Um, we their do. Yeah, for the new project. C3 Center. Um, the Community Foundation has been an incredible partner, and this will be our third mural. Uh, we did the 50th anniversary one with Ben Shu. We did the Evelyn K. Davis Center uh, with uh, Jill Wells. And then we're doing this upcoming mural on the C3 Center. And so it's exciting that we've been able to work with artists locally and then tell lots of different types of stories, really worthy stories of what the Community Foundation is doing. Another favorite, I love the one at the Burt Boys and Girls Club on the Drake oh, campus. Yeah. I feel like you need to have a tour uh, or a map of our mural yes. drives that people could go on and just yeah. see all of the highlights. <laughs> I know. Um, the Burt Boys and Girls Club um, was a really, really special one. And it's by Amanda Fingbatapakia. And it really, it, it shows how important it is to represent people and how representation matters. And it's important for all types of Iowans to be able to see themselves on the wall and in art. Agree. Well, it sounds like with your list of blank walls, if any listeners want to help commission and support uh, more murals in our community, you will find right. a location for them, right? That's right. I've always got an idea. <laughs> what other initiatives are going on or coming up in Central Iowa in this art space that you are the most excited about? One of the things that I'm excited about this year is that the Des Moines Art Center, it's its 75th anniversary this year. That museum is really where my love of art was nurtured from the age of five years old. And it's their 75th anniversary. They've got great shows coming up. They have a new director that's a woman starting in April. She's coming from the Met. And so I think it's really exciting that people from around the world are taking notice of what's happening in Des Moines and Iowa. and we're not done yet. The work isn't done yet, but there are so many exciting things happening. And I see that we're on the right trajectory. And I love getting to be a small part of that. 
So Liz, since our podcast is all about the community, what are a couple of your personal favorite community organizations and or events to support? I know you already mentioned the Art Center, and I yes. believe, if I'm, I'm correct, that you helped start Art Noir, the Young Professionals Group at the Art Center. What are some other... It was one of the early presidents, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell us more of the organizations that you personally are passionate about. Sure. Um, so certainly the Art Center, but also Des Moines Metro Opera served on the board there for a number of years. My husband is now on that board, but they are doing incredible work. And, um, you know, the idea that they bring in 200 artists from around the world every summer to our community is so phenomenal. Uh, Ballet Des Moines, I went to their gala just this past weekend, but I was early on the board of that organization. I was just talking to Lisa Marie Wright and it was so interesting talking to her this past weekend because we remember when it was just 10 of us sitting around a very small boardroom and now looking at what has happened and the level of professional dance in Des Moines is really, really special. Um, it was fun to watch that journey happen. And then, you know, you know, I, I always get to see you at Bravo every year. That's that's one of my very favorite events. And I think they're an incredible organization that are supporting the arts and artists in a variety of different ways. So I just I feel thankful to be a part of a community that really values the arts. And there's so many different ways to support them. I was trying to remember maybe where we first met and 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 tell me if you think this is right. I was thinking it was either maybe at a Playhouse Hollywood Halloween or yeah. Symphony Pops viewing party or yeah. something right yeah. back when you moved first back into town. So um, yeah. you've been out and about and, and involved from from <laughs> moving back. And I, and I love that about you. We've talked a lot about many, many art topics today. Is there anything you want to share with listeners that we haven't covered yet? Just I want to say thank you for supporting artists and for supporting the arts and Bankers Trust has always supported the community and I think that this is a sometimes overlooked part of the community and I'm really thankful that Bankers Trust continues to keep bringing back the Iowa Artist Collection. I can't wait until we're talking about like 7.0 and 8.0 and all of the artists that we get to support through this program. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And, you know, after that very first reception with the artists at the World Food Prize, Suku came up to me and said, keep this alive. This is something special. So uh, when this year's collection came out, I texted him and and, and sent him pictures of the, the new collection in the lobby and said, we're keeping it alive. So, Liz, it's on, awesome. on you and me to keep that alive. And That's right. We'll take the mantle. Yeah. <laughs> And, and right back at you. Thank you so much for joining us today and for being an art advocate in our community. It was really great to learn more about your important work. Um, you truly are a difference maker. And um, also thanks to our listeners for this quick Community Insights episode. We appreciate your listening. We appreciate you now hopefully having a little spark to learn more about art in our community, to go on that drive of all the murals and, and, um, and really celebrate artists in central Iowa. Remember, you can find our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, or at bankerstrust.com backslash community difference makers. Thank you so much, Liz. Thanks, Emily. Bankers Trust, equal housing lender, member FDIC.